I'm here today with Joanne Jolly, General Counsel and Company Secretary for Insurance and Wealth with Lloyds Banking Group. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us, Jan. Good morning, Alice. Thank you for inviting me. Jan, you've been with us uh, at the Sustainable Innovation Forum now for the past three days. Um, why did you decide to come here? It's just such an important topic. It's such a big part of everyone's life that needs to be looked at and focused upon. And to have all of the uh, international um, countries here um, on the central stage to give their commitments and work out how we're going to solve what is um, a, a disaster that is on our doorstep just meant it was so important to come here to hear what people had to say, to contribute to the conversations. And I thought it was really important this time that we had the private sector present, which hasn't been necessarily the case in the past. You, you say the private sector is present. What are, what are your key takeaways from the Sustainable Innovation Forum? Oh, there's so many, Yanis, <laughs> so many. Uh, what was front and centre for me was the call for action and the urgent need to do something now. We don't have time on our hands. We can't keep talking. We do need to take action. I think there was a really big focus this time on moving beyond climate and towards nature much more broadly. And it was great to see the new sort of regulations that will come out in that regard, which will help us report more sensibly in terms of the task force for nature and financial disclosures. I think that's really important. There was also lots of discussion about TCFD and why that doesn't perhaps work. But at least we've got a starting point. We've got a baseline uh, that we can work from. So I, I just think that was really interesting to hear. I think the breadth of nature and talking about what we as individuals can do and our own contribution, I think, is also really important to reflect upon. It's not just waiting for governments to act or waiting for large corporates to act. It's actually for all of us. I remember saying to Yanis about the stats in terms of waste and what it contributes to green emissions. And it's 10 percent overall, which is four times as much as aviation, which for me was quite an interesting uh, stat. Um, so it, it really sort of emphasised and drilled down to me in terms of what I can do, what my team can do, what the broader community can do to engage and I was also really excited about seeing what was going on outside of the of the forum in terms of what was happening at the green zone and also around the blue zone. And it felt slightly a little bubble where we were, but it was really interesting to see how they were engaging in young people and giving the opportunity to children to participate uh, and trying to get everyone involved. Actually, it was it was brilliant from that perspective. Absolutely fantastic. We've, we've, we've heard a lot of, of, of things that you've seen that are happening. What do you think might be missing so far? What, what do we need further on? Well, I think there's still a way to go on the commitments. We've seen the scientists talk about the numbers um, and where we're sort of travelling towards. I think we start with, well, obviously we're aspiring to 1.5% uh, by 2050, but it was talking about 2.7, then it came down to 2.4. It's clear that sort of the commitments are not really where they need to be. And then I think my real concern about it is it's brilliant to have a commitment, but then you've got to deliver on it. And seeing the underlying plans to help you deliver and know that you've got the financing to do so, I think is absolutely fundamental because otherwise it's just it's just talk. Joan, the climate discussion centres a lot around environmental matters now, which is a, a nice development that we've seen that. But are there other elements that should be kept in mind? I think absolutely, Yanis. Um, I think the climate piece is incredibly important. And I touched earlier on the governance aspects in terms of reporting. But the one big thing that also needs to be focused on is the social aspects. And the whole um, impact from an inclusion and diversity perspective is really paramount. If we look at the lessons learned over the pandemic, really, um, that has had a huge impact on women and particularly girls um, across across the globe, actually, in terms of how they are able to set themselves up for, for success and, and survive, to be honest. So I think having regard to the impact of climate and what it does for communities as a whole is really important and mustn't be forgotten about.
Now, your role means you can have multiple hats on at different times. General counsel, company secretary, what can we what can we get from boardrooms to, to drive that change forward? What, what can the private sector do in your eyes? So I think the private sector can do many things. I mean, we've heard um, Mark Connolly talk about the 130 trillion, whether you agree with that number or not. Either way, there's there's a lot of money out there potentially from the private sector that can be put in to help with um, supporting on our technology and delivering the projects that we need to to really convert the way that we live and the way that we operate. And I think boardrooms can steer where that finance goes. I think there's a huge amount boardrooms can do in terms of holding companies to account, whether it's through stewardship or whether it's through their sort of collaboration opportunities, because this is not something to be done by one individual company or one individual person. This is this is a global effort. It needs collaboration across across the piece. And I think there's opportunity to sort of show your voice in terms of where you invest and how you use your assets and how you use your customers' assets. And I think customers do want to see more green financing and more green investment in their portfolios. And that's an opportunity for the boards to help that happen. To make that happen, what would you like to see coming out of COP26 in the blue zone? There needs to be a bit more coming from the blue zone. I think they have made some progress, but um, it's quite late in the day now in COP26 and there's still more to go. And I think it's really important that they try and reach some form of consensus that is doable, um, that people can take away and then and then execute upon. But I think it's not just down to the governments because we can't wait for the governments to act. That's quite a slow process and we've seen that through the COPs over the years. What we really need is for the governments to act, but also for the private sector to act and for, for the public and the NGOs, et cetera, to get together and really make this happen. So I think it's a collective, collaborative effort. Collective, collaborative effort. That sounds like a path forward. Thank you so much for your time and Thank for agreeing to talk to us. Thank you very much, Janice.